Hey everyone, it's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Happy Wednesday. Uh, you know, <clears throat> it's December 4th. Uh, one of my friends is celebrating a birthday today. Uh, old friend from college. Uh, super, super interesting human being. <laughs> and uh, one of my uh, dear friends from many, many years ago. We had a lot of fun at Howard University. Happy birthday, ALS. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day and uh, a wonderful life. You know, I feel like you've earned it. All right. Um, what was I going to talk about? I just was having all these thoughts. Um, <laughs> you know, I I think about my podcast just as I'm about to do it um, and not in some sort of half thought, you know, crazy way. I I think it out. You know, I I always try to have topics that I want to talk about, things I want to hit on. Um, and I was just having all these thoughts because I was listening to uh, a, a podcast or a YouTube show with Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe. And I told you guys yesterday, I'm super into uh, um, spiritual enlightenment, how we can bridge the gap between science and spirituality. Uh, because, you know, I feel like a lot of things have been dumbed down through history because of our primitive brains. Like people, all people couldn't understand certain things or wouldn't understand certain things. Um, so I like to study the brain and uh, hear more about how people transcend um, that gap between what is what we like to call facts and science and spirituality. I am, uh, if you listen to this podcast with any regularity, Thank you. But also, you know that I am a strong believer in uh, uh, miraculous healing because it happened to me, you know, and I still go round and round with my doctor. I have an appointment next week and he's going to tell me about my heart and I'm going to be like, I told you that it was good. Uh, I know what it felt like when it was bad. And one time when he was trying to get me to go get this very expensive heart test, uh, I was like, look, I know what I felt like before. I'm good. And he was like, your your heart is healthy and it shouldn't be. And I was like, you know, that's where we disagree. I knew that that wasn't going to be my life. I just knew it. It wasn't it wasn't an intellectual debate. I wasn't like trying to be sneaky or funny. I I felt very strongly in the hospital. I was still in the hospital. And I was like, mm, "This is, I'm going to be fine. You know, I, the, I heard the voice in my head that was like, you're not going to die from this. And I was like, okay, cool. And I never looked back. I never focused on being sick. I never focused on, you know, all the problems I should have. I never looked up the, the symptoms of what happens when you have congestive heart failure, how your heart's supposed to be so terrible. I never even took any of that in. And I guess I'm saying all that to say I'm not trying to tell you don't take your medication that would be crazy if you need medication take it but be compliant you know diabetes be compliant stop eating sugar cut it out of your life I do not add sugar to anything and I haven't done that since 2012 I'm not amazing and more disciplined than anybody else you can do it you know I've actually had more sugar I think in the last three months than I've had in the last three years. I really just don't eat a lot of sugar. And I just started eating candy, I guess, because I don't want to be an alcoholic. (laughs) 
but I need to make uh, a healthy vice. You know what I'm saying? But even then, when I say candy, I'm talking about like these little bites because I had to buy. Ugh. Anyway, I, I, for some reason, I was in the possession of a ton of little tiny candy uh, and I was giving it out at work. And then it's like, oh, man, you see it and it's like, oh, it's gluten free. Let me eat some. But yeah, I mean, you just have to figure out what matters to you and focus on doing that and and maintaining your health. If you want to be wealthy, for sure, your health is probably the cornerstone of that mission. And that's the truth. People don't emphasize it enough. But I'm telling you, when you aren't in good health and I made a full recovery, but it took a long time, you know, but I was committed to it. And uh, if you want to be healthy, you you or wealthy, you've got to be healthy, because if you're out here thinking you're going to uh, make all these meetings and talk to people and and make connections and and hustle, 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 and you don't feel well, good luck. You're not going to you're not going to make it. And uh, also some people's jam is being sick. So watch out for people like that. Also had a thought yesterday, too. I was listening to a podcast where uh, someone was saying, don't worry about failing. You got to as an entrepreneur, you just got to keep trying, trying, trying. And that's true. Um, But also, too, I think I've come across come across. Oh, I can't believe I almost said across. I used to get so annoyed with coworkers who said that across. It's not a word. Um, I used to I have come across a lot of women who feel super uncomfortable with the skill set they have right now, is that enough to be an entrepreneur? The answer is unequivocally yes. And I don't even know what your skill set is. But if you talk yourself into believing you need a ton of partners to help you, then that's going to be true also. So I've seen people like, well, I can't do it unless I get a business partner. Why? Why do you need a business partner? You know, I used to be that same person, like, I got to have a partner in this. And I just kept picking the not the right ones. You know, nobody can go as immersive as I can. Nobody is as dedicated and committed to this as I am. You know, I run a a media company. I work full time. I'm a caregiver. I'm check, check, check. Just go down the box. I am busy, busy, busy. My schedule is unrelenting and it is punishing. But I don't make any excuses. I know what I want and I know how committed I am in getting it. And in my lifetime, I've never attracted a business partner who matched my intensity and dedication. And um, it's a cycle that's repeated itself to the point now where it's like, mm, I, I don't, I'm not interested in a business partner. I'm inter- inter- interested in a distribution partner, but not a business partner. It's unappealing to me. I, when I was younger and I th- thought I needed a partner or when I was more insecure about my business skills and I thought I needed a partner... I never attracted the right one. So now I'm soured on the whole concept. I mean, you need to bring something to the table showing me that you really want to be a part of this, you know, and you're capable of being as committed as I am. And most of the time I don't see that. So, you know, don't talk yourself out of your dreams and visions thinking you need something outside of you to show up. That's the number one thing I hear from most of my female entrepreneur um, friends and people I'm advising. You, you, everybody assumes they need something outside of themselves to be successful. That's not true. You have everything you need 
to be successful right now. It's just a matter of how you look at it and how you execute. You know, if you don't do the work, if you're not committed every day, if you're not focused on your goals, if you're not, if you're not doing anything, of course, you're not going to make any progress. And no amount of partnership will help that. You have to be committed and focused. You wouldn't drive to California without a map. Why you insist on running your business or your life without a roadmap, I don't understand. That's why I'm constantly saying, what are your goals? What is it that you want to accomplish? Tick those things off. Weekly goals, monthly goals, yearly goals. Um, If that helps you, if you're that person, do that. But I always know where I'm going. I'm not not always going to be good with writing things down on a regular basis, which is probably something I need to work on. But I, I do have goals that I tick off and I definitely knew what I wanted to get done by the end of uh, last month because I know it's much harder to get things done in December because people are starting to shut it down for the holidays. And, and then somewhere in mid-January, it kicks back up again in terms of intensity. But, you know, life is about change and I understand that it's scary, but there's nothing better than building your own thing. It really is an, a, an incredibly gratifying, um, deeply satisfying feeling to know that you built something and it's yours. And I'll, I'm not going to lie to you. The profitability factor for my company is huge, 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 which is weird because I didn't start off with that intention. You know, my intention was to have an outlet for my art, you know. And I started to attract other people who had the same vision and we work in partnership, but they're not my business partners. (laughs) We are partnered on certain projects, but the company is mine and um, I am the boss. Make no doubt about it. I think it's weird when I see people who don't want to be known as the boss, this whole, we got to discuss everything. I'm fine with getting your opinion and I may do a, a consensus on a few things, but ultimately we live in a world where someone needs to be the boss because you have to be accountable. Someone needs to be accountable. And, uh, you know, I, I guess we're moving in those times where people figure out, Oh, well, I'll just make this person the fall guy or whatever, but I'm not that person. I'm I'm not going to take all the credit but I I will take the blame and we will move forward. But it's my company and I am the boss. Don't be mistaken. Um, And the good and the bad that comes with that. But it is something exciting about building your own thing. And this company that I have, it's, it's small, but it's mighty. And the upside is humongous. And I didn't intend that. I just wanted something that I could sustain myself with that allowed me some flexibility. And again, the creative outlet you know, uh, building a home for my media projects. And, you know, as you get out in the world and you start meeting people and associating with other people, you start to see, okay, we can build this together or we can do this and I can, I can be a distribution partner for them. And now I am positioned to um, really make a bigger distribution company, a lot of money. And it's exciting. And I, I'm, I really am excited and I'm not bragging at all. There's nothing to brag about. I have worked my ass off. <laughs> and when people want to know the secret to building a company, it's it's two things. Well, three things, really. Commitment. Uh, 
The second thing is you got to be focused on your goals and what you want to accomplish. And the third thing is you will work harder than anybody around you. You just you're going to be working when no one else is working and you're going to work your ass off. And I got to tell you, it's a lot more fun working 16 hours a day knowing you're building something for yourself than 16 hours a day building something for someone else. You know, it's kind of weird, but you could be making zero dollars. But if you know you're building it for yourself, that's so much more satisfying than getting paid a fair amount of money to work for somebody else because it's about freedom. You know, and I've had to work for someone else. And it's been interesting. I mean, I can't lie. The last two years have been really fascinating. I've learned a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton. I've discovered some things about me as a storyteller that I didn't know. Um, And I'm enjoying it, you know. And when it's time to do something else, I'll do that. And y'all will know all about it. But don't be discouraged. Don't talk yourself out of making your dreams come true. Um, And people who love you will try to talk you out of it. My mom wanted me to be a teacher. You know, you can't tell somebody who's creative to be something that they're not. You know what I mean? Like, you can't make an apple an orange. Hey, be an orange. I'm an apple, though. (laughs) So it's like, uh, I didn't have a ton of support, is what I'm saying. So you just have to keep pushing and believing in yourself. I never, ever, ever gave up. I don't think you should ever, ever give up on yourself. Now, if it's causing harm, of course, give up. Like if you're neglecting friends and family and not taking care of your responsibilities because you think you're going to be a 67-year-old rapper, I'm going to probably ask you to reevaluate that. You know, you're not going to make the NBA at uh, 46. However, there are realistic dreams and I don't even like the word realistic because reality changes, but there are healthier dreams for you to have for you that will benefit your family. You need to figure out what those things are. Stop waiting for the world to tell you who you are and be yourself and be true to it. Be committed, be focused. You have that skill and that capability. I believe in you. You listen to this podcast. That means there's something about me that has drawn you into this messaging You know, you could be listening to literally a million other things (laughs) between uh, YouTube, between um, uh, podcasts, between television shows nonstop. You could be listening to literally anything, but you found me and I found you and I'm here to push you to greatness. So let's go. What are you waiting for?
Waiting for.